Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foote. Welcome into Footnotes. Kevin Foote on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and World champion Houston Astros. I keep telling myself that over and over. Hopefully, it'll make me feel a little better. Simulcast on Stadium 32.3, 133 on LUS Fiber. The game hotline is 706-0111. 706-0111 on this frustration overload. Monday morning edition of Footnotes just... I'm thinking those of you who are younger or just weren't really around for the late 80s, early 90s, um, you got a small dose of what it was like yesterday's game almost, uh, almost every time they played. Except usually they lost by like one point or two. Now that look, there, there were a few times where they just got routed. No, you know, I can remember one Monday night it was really ugly. But so there were times here and there where they just got their hats handed to them. That that happens in division play, especially against good teams here and there. But the majority of the games were competitive and some of them were extra competitive and it always yesterday's game was just I mean you know it it, it, there were games where it was worse but it was um it, it, it a small example of the frustration if you ever want why do you hate them I mean yeah just watch that game yesterday it's just it um just complete frustration and, and and just so many things i i don't even know where to start we'll start with what we've been talking about for a year and a half on this show the saints need a downhill runner do any of y'all get it yet 41 is a seven-on-seven football player. And I know some people get real offended when I say that. And, I mean, I don't know why. He is what he is. I don't want him to be a dump truck. The Saints want him to be that. He's not capable of it. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it. I don't want him to do it. The Saints need a downhill running back. Or they need to use Batman, which they don't use enough. They need a downhill running, an NFL running back. Superman is just, he's too old or injured or whatever, or whatever. I mean, he, I, he, he broke a tackle and saved him from a safety yesterday. If they get that ball to 41, that's a safety. Because the minute he gets hit, he goes down. The Saints need a downhill running back. 
I don't know why this is so complicated. Then they need a kicker who's not an idiot. You realize how destructive? Even with all of the red zone issues, if that idiot makes that kick and the NFL doesn't cheat you out of at least one field goal attempt, the officials don't cheese you out of another one. I mean, you should have at worst been up 16 to 15 and just trying to keep them from winning the game at the end. I mean, 15 to 13, which is one of the great victories, by the way, in NFL history. When the midgets went to cheater stick and, uh, and beat them 15 to 13 in the NFC Championship. Man, that was beautiful. Should have been 15 to 13 if you don't have an Idiot kicker. What an idiot Will Lutz is. How in the world do you consistently miss kicks? Up and down. I'm sorry. It's not that difficult. I, uh, you can talk all you want. It's not that difficult. I don't believe it. I see other people just, they, they make it look so easy. No way it's that difficult. You'll never convince me it's that difficult. Make the kick. Awful. Because if you make that kick, then you don't have to go for it all these other times. You can kick field goals because you're not good in the red zone because you don't have a quarterback. And every red zone snap all season should have been. But from here on out, Batman needs to be the quarterback. And not to run, he needs to throw the football. Run it. Some, yes. Batman needs to throw the football. I I just don't understand what they don't understand about that. I just, I just, like, if you're not going to, if you're not going to acquire a downhill runner to help you have a legitimate NFL running game, then when you put Batman in, they're going to do all kind of, especially the cheaters yesterday, were doing all kind of stunts and slants to take Batman out. Then you got to throw him. Why is this difficult to figure it out? I just, I, just, I just don't understand. Why is that so difficult to figure it out? Why? I, 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 I just... So you get inside the 10, first of all, I mean, obviously, look, they their offense has done some good things this season. For the most part, they've they've done a much better job on for not having a, an NFL running back on the whole team. It it is um it is they've done a good job of converting on third and short and fourth and short for for not having an NFL running back. They they've done a good job. Now they have they've missed some, yes, but for the most part, they've done a good job of converting short yardage situations. The problem is they're hardly ever in short yardage situations. I mean, it just seems like every third down is third and eight, third and ten, third and eleven. It's just unbelievable. But I mean, if you I mean, if you did a study on the frustrating plays. In yesterday's game, I mean, it would take you two weeks. 
to full. I mean, it's unbelievable how many frustrating plays there were in that game. Unbelievable. I mean, Andy Dalton, who was your leading rusher, Andy Dalton was your leading rusher. But he scrambles, look like he got the first down, they signal first down. No. No. Get an interception? No. Finally throw the ball with Batman? No. Oh, got an interception in zone? No. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Oh, a face mask. They grabbed his face mask. No, we, we didn't see that one. But a couple plays later, we saw the other face mask. We saw that one. Yeah, we saw that one. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable frustration. No one apparently... No defensive back wearing red and puke brown jerseys. They they never put their hands on the other team's receiver. That never happens. That never happens. That's what I'm told. I mean, that's what they claim. Never happens. Just unbelievable. But again, if any of y'all... Ever, How, why does he? And you just weren't around that game. You to frush and, and, and try. Just think about that game yesterday, and play it out once or twice a season for about a decade. Tell me how you're gonna feel about that team. Tell me how you're gonna feel. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It was like that. You know, at least once a year, sometimes twice a year, for about an eight to nine-year stretch. I mean, it was just unbelievable frustration. Unbelievable. And in some of the games, they now yesterday was it was for the most part a draw in terms of how the game was played other than, you know, a few calls and just total ineptness in the red zone. One of the, you know, those two. It was pretty even most of the game. But there were games where the Saints just completely dominated and they would just call after call or miss. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Start making up this stuff. I mean, it's just, it, it, it was just, I mean, it just brought back all the memories of the just total frustration. Just, ugh. And I didn't even need the game. Just when the game started and I saw the Saints uniforms against that red and puke brown colors, and I just, I just, oh, my stomach, it's just, I just can't, I just don't want to ever play those people again. I mean, I just, I would rather just never play them. It's sickening. Sickening. With all of that said, and we got a lot more to say. And again, the game hotline is 706-0111. 706-0111. If you would like to 
discuss any of that. And, you know, we'll get to the Cajuns and the Tigers and the high school football and all that. We'll try to anyway. With all of that said, the Saints yesterday, other than the Raider game, looked like a real football team for the first time in about two months. Like, I was shocked. I was pleasantly, I guess, surprised. Now again, you got you got to finish, and you got to you know get a call here, and you got to NFL not cheat you there, and and you got to have an an idiot kicker that can make a field goal. I mean, make a field goal. Then you then you look like you're gonna get him stuffed inside the five, and Kevin White. Who? Why is he on this football team? Can someone please explain to me why Kevin White is still on this football team? Please explain that to me. It doesn't make any sense. He catches the ball and he's in there and, and he can't get it. He can't throw it three yards. It just, just, just total frustration. But again, with all of that said, with the exception of the Raider game, which I'll just, let, let's just take that Raider. I don't know what that was and just kind of toss it to the side for a second. Kind of like when you were in school years ago and you, you, you got rid of your lowest score. And, you know, it's just like, let's get rid of the, the best and the worst game here. <laughs> let's get rid of the, the worst game. The Ravens game was just a non-game in and the, and the, and the, and the, and that Raider game. I don't know what that was. Just throw that, toss, toss that on the side. It's the first, other than if you throw away those two games, the best and the worst. Um, it's the first time they've looked like a football team in two months. Like, where? I mean, the Cheaters ran for 96 yards. 96, 3.3 a carry. I have no idea how that happened. None. I mean, again, this is the same defense theoretically, virtually the same defense, that got torched by the Rams who were awful at running the football. Awful. They got torched by the Steelers who were awful at running the football. Awful. And they play arguably the best running team in the whole league on the road, getting no breaks, none. They got no breaks. Except for one call, they call call back a holding once. And it was funny because, again, I I don't even want to get into all the things that were frustrating about yesterday, but there was a stretch there where I was having to listen to the game and Deuce, and this is typical NFL, he was like, there, there's hold, that was holding. They didn't call it. That was holding. They didn't call it. Then finally, they call holding, and he's like, that wasn't even holding. <laughs> oh. Oh. He's like, that wasn't even holding, and they called it. I mean, the other things were way more holding than that one.
it's just it, it, it but 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 how I have no idea how they did it. I, I mean, I really. It's the first time they look like if you take away the rating, it's the first time they look like an, a real NFL football team yesterday. Except for they got an idiot kicker who can't make a kick. Sorry, it's just not that hard. I don't believe it. Not I can't do it. I can't do a lot of things. This whole idea, of, can you do it? Well, that's a stupid statement. Of course I can't do it. But but I'm not an NFL kicker. I'm not making a million dollars or whatever he's making. And I, I, that's not what I primarily do. I mean, it can't be that. It's it's not. I don't buy it. I see too many others that can make them. It's not that difficult. That is awful. What in the world is wrong with that idiot, Will Smith? I mean, Will Lutz, Will Smith. Make your kicks. It's not that difficult. Make it. Of course, there's obviously a pretty good chance if he makes that kick that they lose 13 to 12 to those idiots. Which would have just reminded me of the frustration of the Monday night season opener in 1990 with Johnny B. Bad at quarterback. Johnny B. Bad might be better, easier to swallow than Andy Dalton. All right, we'll get one call and we'll take a timeout and we'll come back with more. Let's go to the game hotline. Hello. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, uh, just calling to give you uh, game management slash clock issue. Cost the team a game. Okay. Uh, you know, you've been talking about this for years and years and years, but nobody wants to pay attention. Baltimore's down by one. Uh, down by one. They got a little bit uh, better than like. Uh, it's a little bit above the two-minute warning, about two thirty or something like this. They got the ball at the twenty, about uh, Jacksonville's twenty-five. So I'm like, Jacksonville's got one timeout left. Well, okay, all we need is one. You know, all we need is one field goal. We don't need to score and give them the ball back. Okay, let's set it up. Instead of going for more points, let's run clock. Well, right. that's what they do. From the 23-yard line, they throw a little tight end screen, and he's open, and he decides he's going to plow over people and run it into the end zone. There we go. Now we're up, we up by six, so we're going to make it I mean, sorry, up by uh, five. So now we're going to go for the two-point conversion to be up by seven, and, you know, we made it. But here we go. A little over two minutes left. Over two minutes left, yeah. and they drive 90 yards, <clears throat> go for the two-point conversion, and beat them. Unbelievable. If they run, if he falls at the 12 or the 10, they're going to get the ball back with about 18 seconds left. Yes. Instead of two minutes and 10 seconds left. It, it's unbelievable. They scored, yes. they scored with 14 seconds left in the game. Now, you know, you don't have to be a math teacher. Let's no. just do the math. Yes. But nobody wants to look at it, and ain't no, ain't a soul on TV talked about it. All he's got to do once the pass is completed, get to the ten and fall. Go down. Yeah, we had the two-minute warning. They got to use their timeout on the next play, and we still got we can burn and get give them the ball back with about eighteen. And you seconds. got the best kicker of all time, maybe. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm not worried about the kicker. I mean, you know, they know they're going to get the field goal. That's dead. But they, what they did is they go for the points right. rather than try to Right, that's what line. I'm saying. It's just it, 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 People just don't understand game management. They just don't. You know, understand. and I know that now all they're going to need is a field goal, but you still got 15, 17 seconds left right. with no timeouts left. So they got one, maybe two plays instead of, Instead of getting the ball back with 210, you got the two-minute warning and a timeout. And, you know, like I said, they scored with 18 seconds. And they, they went, it went, went for two. I was surprised when they went for the two. But, you know, it's a, you know that's, it, that's it, not it, a question. It, it, it's call. people, that's yeah, just, it's people just, they don't understand game management. They just don't. It, well, it, 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 it's know, incredible. It, 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 in my book, it, I can't, you know, say for sure that, they wouldn't have thrown a big pass on first down and be able to kick kick the field goal on the next down. But, I mean, I, when, it, when he scored the touchdown, immediately, immediately I said, too much time. Yes. Immediately. And, you know, I'm no genius, but, I mean, you got to talk about <laughs> No, it, it, we see it all the time. It, 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 it's incredible. I appreciate the call, my yeah. man. Thank you very all much. Right, Thank care, you. Buddy. All right, man. Bye-bye. Overdue. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with more on the game. Stay tuned. Tune in every weekday at 8.15 a.m. and 3.15 p.m. for the LSU Sports Update, presented by Tibbs Trailers here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Footnotes, Kevin Foot. want to remind you, about um, AcadianaDeals.com, where you can get a $40 voucher for pop, buy you pop, gourmet popcorn for only $20. That's $40 in vouchers for gourmet popcorn. Has over 40 flavors, and you can get it all for half price. Again, go to AcadianaDeals.com today and get $40 in vouchers for buy you pop, gourmet popcorn corn for only $20. If you sit down and want to watch Christmas movies or whatever kind of movies or a sporting event where you're not up and pacing like I would be, it's a great thing to have. Just chomp away at popcorn while you're watching movies or TV or game football games or whatever. So great opportunity there. Go to KatianaDeals.com. All right. Any thoughts you have on that unbelievably frustrating game yesterday in Cheaterville. Um, certainly feel free. Again, the game is 706. The game hotline, I should say, is 706-0111. 706-0111. Congratulations to the Cajuns. They, you know, I, I, I was concerned about that game. On one hand, I've been saying for the better part of a decade that the the Cajuns just own Texas State in football. They just own them. I mean, they do. I mean, they, they've now beaten them. They're 10-0, and 0, and every one of them has been by double figures. So, I mean, it's just been a complete one-sided, you know, series since it began. Since they joined the league like nine years ago. They played 10 games now, and, and it's like uh, – or 10 years ago, whatever. It's unbelievable. So, really, all of the, you know, my concerns about, eh, they do it. You know, their their defensive numbers were good. And yet, their defensive numbers were good. 
the Cajuns were playing without their best inside runner for all season in Terrence Williams. And they had a quarterback in Chandler who had only played once in the previous six weeks. And whose play was, you know, up and down, not real consistent before he got injured. And so, on paper, there was reason to believe that this could be an issue if they had turned it over a few times. And yet, um, and yet, what 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 won out was the Cajuns own Texas State. <laughs> it's just, they just they just own them. Um, and you know they got their sixth win. It uh you know they're gonna be in a bowl. They had enough teams win that was supposed to win and all of that. It, it, and you know most people are or at least the popular thinking is that it's gonna be the Independence Bowl. We'll see a week or well, six days from now officially. I do know this that two game three games ago the Independence Bowl official sat couple seats down from me and watched the game and was there for the little post-game deal and then uh, had another Independence Bowl official there. So that's two times in the last three games <coughs> that the Independence Bowl had officials at Cajun games. So that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It kind of makes you go, hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. But the bottom line is they were able to get the sixth win. They get, they're going to go to a bowl. They get a chance to – have a winning season. If they can win the bowl game, you know, we'll see. There's, you know, it, you're looking at three to four weeks away, depending on what bowl it would be. So, you know, they got some time to rest up and do recruiting and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's um, – that was good. Then there was LSU. Um I, I, I did not see the game. I was covering the Cajuns and San Marcos, and I got updates here and there, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like, A&M was a beat, we thought was a beaten up, just train wreck of a football team. And it it just goes to show you, I talk about circumstance all the time. Had LSU needed that game to clinch a spot in the SEC championship game. I'm convinced they would have won, but it just I talk about how do you finish a season. I mean, I just we hear it. Got to take every game seriously. Got to take them one week at a time, and yet coaches and players all over the country at different levels, they just don't always do it. They just, there's so many examples of just not doing that. And um, it's mind over matter, it's coach speak, and yet you got to – it's why medicine seasons happen. You can tell someone something over and over and over again does not mean they believe. And I just just don't believe that if they needed that game to go to the SEC championship game that they would not have won it. But they clinched a week early, and I understand they had some bigger fish that maybe could be fried, but – Wow. Not only did they get beat. <laughs> Man, it wasn't on a last-second field goal either. Wow. Wow. That's about all you can say about that game. 
Um, maybe A&M, you know, you got to give him a little bit of credit. Dopey got his teams, you know, at least ready to play. I, I, didn't, I didn't even think that was possible. All right, let's go to the game hotline again. Hello. Hey, Kev, good morning. Oh, man. I um, guess. Um, I'm just beyond being upset at this point. I, I, first time in my life on Sunday, and that was turn off a Saints game in the middle of it. Well. When when they intercepted that ball, <laughs> which we know turnovers have been far and few between for us, and ran it down into the red zone, and they said there's a flag on the play. I was texting some buddies, and I said, if they hose us on this, I'm done. And sure enough, they found a way to take the turnover away. And this was after what I still don't know what a cat and even – Dennis Allen said it. Uh, well, I know what a catch is. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, I know what a catch is. Well, I know what it is. They may not know. And again, they have no sense of fairness or justice. But I know what a catch is. I've always known what a catch was. It's, well, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but as soon as legal gambling in the NFL hits their wagon together, uh, to me, it, it's the beginning of the end it's the apocalypse as far as the nfl goes because it's hard to watch stuff and not think it's rigged kevin and i'm not saying it is and i'm not a conspiracy theorist and biden won the election all that's good but you can't watch this stuff with your own eyes and say it is a completely subjective officiating system in the nfl and and it's almost like they're gaming spreads it's it's beyond arguing at this point. There is so much bad. And it doesn't just look Baltimore, I thought, lost on a bad call. I, I agree with your caller earlier. Some bonehead just doesn't know how to manage a clock. Uh, I was surprised when Cleveland was running the ball in overtime instead of just kicking a doggone field goal to win it. But catches aren't catches anymore. Holding is completely subjective and can be called on any play and it always seems to come on a play when we make a first down or stop a first down. Uh, players can't touch each other within five yards, but they can call it. It's just, it was so frustrating. I literally turned the game off in the middle of it, Kevin. And it was still a competitive game, and they actually, this was a winnable game. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was win, winnable. It could have won. They could have the won. Yeah. Our division is is so up for grabs the nfc south has never been on a platter for any team as it is this year and we just look it's a combination of the saints blowing stuff i'm not blaming the refs well it's a combination of bad coaches the refs the refs refs decide every game just as much as players and coaches do we got to get that mentality out of our head it's a lie it's a myth and we're hurting ourselves the game will never be fair until we get that mentality out of our heads. They are real people. They are not robots. And they are a crucial part of the game. Crucial. Oh, we got to get that games. mentality out of our heads. They decide games, and, and I they're obviously by Remember there was a time when the 49ers got every single call. I saw Jerry Rice fumble a ball before entering the end zone, and it was a touchdown. There was a time, and, and the Niners are getting back there. It's like they have certain teams they want in the playoffs. They want 
to go to the Super Bowl, Tom Brady gets still gets every single call because the NFL knows it's good for him. And I can't, you can't convince me anymore that it doesn't impact the officiating. It's just, it's, it's not only subjective at this point; it's actually biased. And it's, I got literally so frustrated, Kevin. I turned my television off. I, I was more worried about my fantasy team yesterday than the Saints, and that's never happened in my lifetime. Well, that'll never happen was, in it, my lifetime. It, so I, and I can't even, I can't even go down that road. I mean, it, look, no I waved the white flag, Kevin. I, yeah. I literally well, waved the white wave away. Flag. I'll and never Tampa do it. Tampa had just lost, and our defense uh, played their butts off, and then time after time after time. We get hosed, and then when we're not getting hosed, we shoot ourselves in the foot, and it's just, oh, my God. It's, 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 it's hard to sit there and stomach and watch. Was... We've had some low points in St. History, but I've never turned the television off before, Kevin. I, I couldn't watch. Well, I again, I, I thought it was one of the best performances of the season. It just didn't work out, and, and there are a lot of reasons, and we talked about a lot of them. But I, I, it's, the, it's one of the few times this year looked like a real football team. So I'm hoping they can build on it, whether they make the playoffs or win any more games or not. It, it, yesterday, they looked like a real football team finally. I, I don't know what they've been doing for the last two to, months. To make it worse, as and you'll appreciate this as the cheater hater, then we got to listen to the garbage about how they haven't allowed a point in the second half for four weeks. And I'm like, good Lord, dude, a real team's going to drive up and down the field on these clowns and light them up. I just believe that. I don't think their defense is as good as they're being praised to be right now. I thought we moved the ball effectively. We just couldn't get it in the end zone. And anytime we were trying to sustain drives, bad stuff happened. Be it a bad call, a fumble, uh, it just. Saints need uh, an NFL running back. The Saints, I've been talking about this for almost two years now. The Saints need an NFL running back, period. Well, we had one. He's playing for Denver. Yeah, I know. I I know. I well, again, y'all were all for that deal, and, and I've been mad about that for two years. Y'all all no, no, rationalized. No. I was against that from day one. From what? Against what? Keeping Murray? Yes. No, Kev. You, now you now now. No, no, no. I, we y'all no y'all all y'all all rationalized keeping Murray. I mean, getting rid of Murray. I never bought that. Anyway, I got I gotta I gotta uh, get to a break. We're way overdue. I appreciate the call, but no. And I God get you. Take care. I get Joey's point, but I, I'll never do that. I just uh, you know, way way too far down that road to ever even think about that. We'll take a time out. We'll be back on the game. Do you ever wonder what kind of coach foot would have been? When they hit it to you and you're in the major leagues, you catch the ball. That's the way that works. Yeah, he may be better suited for talking sports than coaching them. Back to footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. Want to remind you also again to go to AcadianaDeals.com. We told you about the popcorn, and we've been telling you for a little over a week now, or about a week, about Mudcat Whiskers, where you could get a $30 voucher to Mudcat Whiskers for only $15. And every $15 or $20 you can save in a Christmas gift budget, 
this time of the year is worth it. It's a $30 deal for half the price. Once again, visit AcadianaDeals.com today to get your $30 voucher to Mudcat Whiskers for only $15. All right. Again, the game hotline is 706-0111-706-0111. There were so many frustrating things um, about yesterday's game. It was such a game of, as I said, frustration overload that even good things were frustrating. Like, the whole Zach Bond thing has never made any sense to me. How could he be that bad? I just don't get it. Zach Bond made some plays yesterday. Zach Bond made some tackles. He seemed aggressive. Like, it never made any sense to me. Every time I saw him make a play, I'm like, it was it was great that he made it, but then I was frustrated. Like, where has this guy been? Like, how have they never found a way to use him? I have never, from the beginning, I just, it never added up in my mind how he could be that bad. He's a really good special teamer, it seems. And I understand that some people are just special teamers, but... It just seems like they just – he hasn't been utilized properly somehow. They used him yesterday. He seemed like he was pretty active, pretty aggressive. So maybe, you know, looking forward, there's something there. Man, this rookie receiver, every time he does something, it's frustrating. It's great that he does it, but it's like – why don't they utilize this guy more? And he makes fielding punts look easy. He even falls down and doesn't come close to fumbling, which the falling down part drives me crazy. But, because you know me and punts, but but this cat catches him. Just, you know, I see all these good young players. I'm like, why can't they make this work? Of course, it doesn't help you have an idiot kicker that can't make a kick. Make the kick. I mean, you really can't do anything about the NFL cheating you. I mean, you just have to do the best you can around getting cheated. But you got to do what you can to make sure that when they cheat you that you somehow have some sort of counter response if there's time to do it. And utilizing, I mean, Batman's got to throw the ball more. But no, Zach Bond, another thing from yesterday. I'm like, man, this he made some plays. He looked like he belonged on the field. He was aggressive. There's got to be a way to utilize that guy. I've not gotten it. It, 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 that part has never made sense to me. It just never has added up. And I just don't understand. I mean, again, I understand I'm not a coach, never will be, not qualified to do it, although I think I could do game management way better than a lot of coaches, um, make game management decisions better, I should say. Um, but... They've got to figure out a way. They just, I don't, uh, they've got to figure out a way. They've got to throw Batman more. They've got to come up with a different plan in the red zone. It's been a problem all season long. 
I mean, I don't understand what you gain by Andy Dalton being on the field in the red zone. What do you gain? What advantage is there? There is no advantage. You can't check down in the red zone. Why would you have Andy Dalton on the field? All he does is check down. You can't check down in the red zone. It doesn't work. Unless, of course, you throw a screen pass, which the Saints never throw, and there's an illegal man downfield, and he scores a touchdown, and the officials don't do anything like happened in London. But that's not going to happen for the Saints. That's not going to happen. I mean, I, it's beyond my comprehension why Andy Dalton is the quarterback right now. I I, I don't get it. I Well, I, I don't say I, I say I don't. I don't agree with it. I get what they're doing, but I don't agree with it at all. But if you're going to have that guy as your quarterback, you have to understand what he can do and can't do. He is horrific in the red zone. Batman should take every snap in the red zone. Everyone. He should take every snap and either run him or throw him. Batman does not throw enough passes. I don't understand why they don't get that. He's got to throw more passes. And this is not a Dennis Allen thing. Or a Pete Carmichael thing. Because Batman, I mean, uh, idiot Casper didn't throw Batman enough either. I complained about the same thing. They're actually throwing him more now than than than, than uh, Casper did. Casper to quit him. And if you don't think Casper quit, then you, 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 you're way more gullible than I am. He quit from day one. He's a quitter. He didn't retire at all. I mean, how can anybody believe he retired? I will never understand that. Anyway, we'll take a timeout. Come back, finish out the first hour on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the world champion, Houston Astros. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. Want to remind you, Christmas come early sweepstakes where you can win $500 Visa gift card. Thanks to Armentar Jewelers. First, you have to enter the Game Rewards Club at 1037.com, 1037thegame.com, or 1041thegame.com. And if so, you could win a $500 Visa gift card. Christmas comes early. Sweepstakes powered by Armentar Jewelers. The Game 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. All right, again. Open phone lines at the game hotline, 706-0111, the whole second hour, like always, on a Monday, especially the Monday after a Saints game. So feel free to call. Uh, If you have any comments on the Cajuns win, if you have any comments on LSU's loss, that was uh, kind of a stunner. Uh, And, again, that's why, you know, I heard – RP3 talking about is why you play the games. I get it. It's true. The circumstances, if you lack incentive in a certain, um, you know, you lose a little bit of a mental edge, you, you, you know, it, it, it can be trouble. No question about that. Now, also, it's funny how things work. Two weeks ago, I'm like, hmm, that's a pretty good first round by our Acadiana area teams. And I was deciding I think there's going to either be 11 or 12 winners. 
So I picked 12, and it was 11. And so this week I said, I think there's going to either be six winners or seven winners. I said, well, I shortchanged our team the last time. Let's let's go the other direction. And uh, and so I picked seven, and of course it was six. But um, no, I picked six, and of course it was seven. I said that wrong. Uh, seven teams left. Two of them are playing against one another. Uh, four of them are at home. So we've got uh, Lafayette Christian at Turlings at home. We've got Karen Crow at home against Brother Martin. We've got Vermeen Catholic at home against St. Martin's. And we got St. Thomas More at home on Friday against Edie White. All right, that'll do it for our first hour, another hour to follow. Stay tuned. Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foote. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foote on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Simulcast on Stadium 32.3, 133 on LUS Fiber. The game hotline is 706 0111-706-0111. We talked mostly Saints. We talked a little bit about LSU's loss, a little bit about the Cajuns' win over Texas State. We just mentioned high school football. Uh, again, we're going to be at state semifinal week on fr- uh, this week and, 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 and f- on Friday. So we've got seven teams left. From the Cadiana area, so any thoughts anyone has, certainly feel free to talk high school football or LSU or Cajuns or the Saints. Um, some basketball certainly going on. You know, the women have won two games since we last spoke and kind of got some things back for the Cajuns, and the men lost their first game, but they played a good team on the road. and They didn't shoot it well, and we'll be talking more about that as the week goes on, so I guess – Certainly some basketball talk as well. Let's go to the game hotline. Hello. Hello, Kevin. <laughs> Help me, Kev. Um, tough one, man. I, I, I tell you, it, it it brought back flashes of the old NFC West oh, when yes. we, you know, we had the great defense, the Dome Patrol, and we had that stagnant Carl Smith offense and. We would lose games like this. It seems like all the time. And plus, you know, get cheated by the 49ers. Um, just some some really bad memories there. But you know, officiating. Beside, I mean, you know, obviously, I thought there were some very bad calls. Um, I thought they missed uh, an obvious face mask on, on Dalton that, that would have been huge um, when they call. I think they had called a penalty on us on that play yes. and. Uh, uh, you know the the offsetting one on the the, the pass interference and then the, the pinning hand to the face. You know that. I mean, it was just so so ridiculous. But yeah, and you know, obviously the Chris Harris one. I don't even know what to say about that. But there was some positives. But what I want to ask you: Can you ever recall a season where? Every time, every single time, the ball doesn't bounce our way. And by that I mean like when Alvin Kamara fumbles, obviously horrible fumble. We, I think we're driving well on the first drive. 
ball go, goes on the ground right through Riaz's hand, they recover. Matthew makes a nice play in the end zone, one of his few for the whole season, tips the ball right to the guy falling down, touchdown. Um, you know, Camaro fumbles at the goal line right through Jawan Johnson's hands. Yes. You know, he could have caught it, you know. Uh, I mean, there were uh, – and you've done a great job of chronicling many of them. I mean, it, it was about as – it was as – I don't know how a game could be more frustrating than yesterday's was. I mean, there were so many things that were just so frustrating. I just uh, – you're right. I mean, it was just incredible. I mean, really, it was incredible. It just it just drove me crazy, you know, and, and – and, it, it was from the very beginning that I got upset because, you know, maybe maybe I'm wrong on this, but I thought Dennis Allen needed to show the team a little belief and go for it on that first fourth and one. I know it was in, you know, at the 45-yard line or whatever. But I just but how did he not already have the first down? Like, And I never well, saw said, a good replay on that fourth and one when they got it. Because where was the ball on that? I, I still need to see a replay on that. Where was the ball? And, and again. Because I don't know, think what, he what, got that what, from what I saw. No, I'm sorry. But you saw um, you, you saw the, the Rams challenge. Uh, I, Dennis Allen, from, from what I can recall, I don't think he's challenged more than two or three calls all season. Not me. Um, and, and, you know, he should have uh, challenged that spot, you know, and, and he, maybe it wasn't a first down, but I guarantee you it wasn't where they marked it. It wasn't that far back, you know, so it might have been inches, you know. Uh, but, but you know, it, it, it's just I don't, I'm so perplexed by what they're thinking is sometimes. I'm talking about the coaching staff, you know, because um, obviously the defense played, I think, great. I mean, look, they had a couple breakdowns here and there. But for the most part, they really play well. And a couple of the passes that Garoppolo completed, I, I, it looks like he was trying to throw the ball away to me. Yeah. And, and it just wobbled into a, a receiver's hands, you know, just kind of unbelievable. But but I think, at, you know, at some point, we've got to find some kind of, you, you know, I, I was so frustrated. We get for, You know, we still had a chance in the fourth quarter to win this game, you know, and we were there. We have – Great field position. And by the way, props to Rashid Shahid. I mean, I finally have somebody back there who I don't cringe when, when, when he's going to feel the punt. He, he, he uses good judgment. He, you know, he picks up the ball when it's on the ground so it doesn't get past him. I mean, and he's a weapon, you know. And I, and no, I'm I, I, I can't believe how good he is. I cannot believe. And how he did not make the team coming out of, you know, again, I can't believe how good he is. Yes, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm very encouraged by that. But first and four, I mean, uh, first and goal from the four yard line, and and the play calls they ran was is just incredible because they don't like, yeah. have an NFL running back. Well, you have to me that you have you, you, you got to put that man, got that to sign so, one. Yeah, I, well, I, look, I, I I understand, and look, Kamara's head. I think I think it, it's just not quite. I, look, he did get popped pretty hard both times, and he's not a fumbler. But no, you're right. He's not a between the tackle runner. Uh, he's never never been. But lately, I've been noticing like you know he dropped a couple of easy screen passes uh, in the last couple of weeks. Things just he doesn't seem like. And of course, after the game, he said he couldn't talk on the advice of his lawyer. You know, and I think he's just got 
his his head's not a hundred percent into the into it right now. But um, I don't know. Like you said, I mean, and, and he runs so, hard every once in a while, but about ten percent of the time. But you know, don't you think? And and look, maybe I'm wrong on this, but don't you think that we should? Uh, oh, number one, I agree with you. Taysom Hill needs to throw the ball more. He's not a bad passer. That the ball to to Olave was a beautiful pass. I mean, and it was a catch, obviously. But no, the you know they don't think so. But um, but shouldn't he be in for some entire series and not? You know, you 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 you, you first you know you gain six yards in first down, second and four. Here he tries in for a you know. And yesterday the RPO wasn't working. With him, they just the 49ers had right. You know, they had the playmakers. You know, so so why wouldn't you put him up an entire series and 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 throw you know do some play action and throw you know throw stuff at RPO a few times and and then kind of, you know kind of create some things. I just man, I think Pete Carmichael's just a not a very good play caller. I I, I don't know, you know, but. It was frustrating, but again, I do think at least the defense showed. I, I I didn't even think it was possible to hold the the cheaters to under a hundred yards rushing. I mean, I didn't even think it was possible. Yeah, three point three no, a carry. Look. I really did not think that was even possible from what we've seen all season. And so, it gives you some hope. Now, again, are they going to be able to duplicate that on Monday? Who knows? But if they do. Um, you know, it'll be encouraging, give you some hope for oh. the future. And how bad of a call, too, was that that rough in the passer when Garoppolo, when Malcolm Roach has fallen to, to, to the ground, and he, he not like he died, dove for, for his legs. You know, he's literally stumbling to the ground, grabs his ankle, you know, rough in the passer. And he's out the pocket at the time. I'm just surprised they didn't call – that cheesy uh, hit out of bounds on McCaffrey when he was trying to go, go, go. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I was surprised they didn't call that, even though it wasn't even close to a late hit. Uh, I was surprised they, they didn't call that. But anyway. No, it, yeah, no, I'll, I'll let you go, man. But, I, I, yeah, it was it was just one. You know, I just had these visions of grand, like Santa Claus all I want. Look, can't, when yes. Tampa lost, I was so excited. I'm like, just please get me back to, to, to tied for the for first, and Will, then we go to Tampa Will, next week. Will Will Lutz has just got to learn how to make kicks. I mean, he's just he, he's got to right. stop acting like an idiot kicker. I mean, he just has yeah. to. I mean, he's it just, is not that hard. Not make very, the stupid kick. It's not that hard. Make it. No, forty-four yards. No, make I mean, it. That, that was not. I mean, not it's ridiculous. Kick. I know. I know, man. Well, idiot. anyway, we'll see. But uh, but I I will not give up on him. That's, no, that's. Not, well, it has nothing to do with the playoffs. It's just about making progress and, and looking like an NFL team, and at least they did that yesterday. So appreciate the call. All right, Kev. Thank you, man. I, You know, again, I, I appreciate that they've uh, there are games where they use Batman properly. Not enough, but at least somewhat. I, I think for the most part, they've done a better job with Batman than the quitter did. And the quitter believes in him more. Now, the quitter a lot of times played him at quarterback. Now, and again, I wouldn't be totally against that. And I'm not against what Ralph said as far as, like, giving him a possession here or there. Like, one a half or something. Like, give him a possession. An entire possession. Um, But when they get in the red zone, he's got to be the quarterback. Like, 
you know, you it's useless to have a checkdown quarterback in the red zone taking snaps. It's it's useless. Uh, I mean, it, that's that. There's, I mean, I don't. I mean, what other solution? You don't have an NFL running back. What other solution to the red zone woes could there possibly be, other than put Batman at quarterback and either have him run, depending on who, who they're playing and how things are going, or throw it. Use the threat of the run to open up a receiver in the end zone. But when you have a check down quarterback and he drops back in the, in the red zone, they just drop everyone and there's not enough room to maneuver to get an open receiver. I mean, and, and then you got no NFL running backs because you refuse to sign one. Like, I mean, it's just infuriating. It looks so obvious. Batman has got to take every red zone snap, every one. It's useless to have a check down quarterback in the red zone. It's useless. And they've been having this, and they still have not figured this out. That's one problem they've had all year, and they have not figured it out. That part, they've got it. They, I mean, win or lose, I just want to see progress in the red zone, and I, and they've got to do the right thing there. Man, we talked about it last week. They, they are they real? Their plan cannot be Andy Dalton's going to be our starting quarterback on opening day next year. That can that better not be their plan. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Kevin. Yes, sir. I kinda I kinda disagree with you on that though. I mean you can't I mean you can't have a quarterback in there in the red zone. I mean ain't ain't uh Taysom Hill uh, like a, a like you know, can do a little bit of everything, right? Yes, sir. Correct? Okay, so why can't we have your regular quarterback in there, no matter if it's Dalton or whatever. The regular quarterback, and why you can't have him as running back or stuff like that and line him up that way you get the defense and to think about why he's back there with your quarterback. I don't believe it. What you mean you can't have your quarterback in there? You got to take every snap in the red zone. That, that's baloney, Kevin. Well, baloney. if you have – if you now. have you, a, you want it, him to take every snap. In now, the red don't zone. Don't forget, yes. other teams know what's coming too now when he's in the game. So you can't just automatically say – you want him in there on every snap. Not if you're throwing you him. Not if you're throwing him. Not if you're throwing him. Also takes attention. Not if you're throwing him. What I'm saying, I'm not talking about any quarterback. I'm talking about check down Andy Dalton. You can't have Kevin, that. Wait, wait. It doesn't Kevin, work. Kevin, hold up. You're going a little bit too far, though. You see, no. I'm gonna tell you one more time. Your expectations are too high. They're right there in the in the red area. Right there. That's a checkdown area, regardless. No matter what quarterback you got in there, I mean, you can't to make preserve the, the field the goal. Anyway, you don't want to do that. You turn over the ball in the red zone, so you got to be more checkdown minded right there. Anyway, I mean, what you want? I mean, you can't. I mean, look, your quarterback has to be good enough to make throws or whatever. Of course, and you can't tell me he's not good enough to make a throw 
in the end zone, in the red zone. Come on, Kevin. No. Come on now. No. Andy Dalton is not that bad. It's no. the play calling, the play design, and what you do to put your players in the position. When they're, to when they're, plays. when they're, when they have no, when he doesn't really, he's not a threat to run because when he runs, he's not fast enough to do anything. If you don't have a threat at in the backfield, then all they have to do is drop people, and it's too. There's not enough ground to get any open yeah, receivers. That's not his fault, though. He's, he's it is his fault because like he said, is Taysom, what he is. He's supposed to be able to do everything. Why don't you stick Taysom back there with Kamara sometimes? It, it's not, kind of it's not his it's fault. Kind of it's all you can do with your players. It's the coach's fault because he should be on the sideline when they're in the red zone. No, Kevin, yes. he shouldn't be on the sideline. Yes. Not every play, Kevin. Pretty and much every play. play. I, mean, I mean, again, you want to make us predictable. No, 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 no. When we get in the red zone, if in you the put Batman in the game and you throw him sometimes, then you're increasing the unpredictability of your offense. But when you have said, Andy Dalton in the red you zone, it's very in the predictable. And do the same thing at running back. You ever heard of faking the handoff? Hand it off, you can still throw it on the run. You ever seen teams do that, Kevin? That team did it yesterday. I mean, it's all kind of ways you could put your player in a position to make a play. You ain't got to put him at the quarterback if he's a jack of all trades. Well, put again, I'm all I'm all for doing anything, any kind of thing with Batman that you can do. I'm all for it. I'm just saying that look, they've tried this Andy Dalton in the red zone stuff since since the beginning of the season. He's terrible in the red zone. He's not a great quarterback, but he's really bad when he gets in the red zone because he doesn't throw. He 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 he. There he has open receivers and he takes too long to throw it. You don't have time. It's too many too many bodies within a five or six yard period uh, area. And, he, he he's useless in the red zone. Okay, so you're telling me, right? Okay, I understand what you're saying, but you're telling me with the game on the line, okay? Game on the line, Saints 10, 10 and 6, leave that game to get to 11 and 6 to get the playoffs or whatever. On the line, it's on the line, and you trust Taysom in the key part of, of the field. Uh, over the Andy Dalton, absolutely. You trust yes. Dalton. yes, yes, yes. You trust Taysom more? Yes. Absolutely. All right. All right, right, Kevin. All right. All right. All right. All right. One more, then we got to take a break. Hello. Morning. Morning, fuck. Good morning. It's not a good morning, you know. You know that where we at right now with our saying. I must say, foot. Don't let nobody tell you you're wrong about that game. Foot, they still cheating from. I get our hiccup with with the organization and team. I get it. But those messed up calls in that game and nine calls, so I mean, they, they was blind to a lot of things. Yes, Camaro fumbled twice and all of that. Sometimes I wonder if the players trying to lose the game to get the guy, the coach fired. I don't know what's going on, but, but is, last, yesterday we could have won that game. Oh, it was winnable. I didn't think it was winnable, but it was winnable once they played it. I didn't think it was winnable going in. I, uh, you know, again, I never imagined they could hold them to under 100 yards rushing. I didn't even think that was an option. Defense played. They played their tail off. I don't know where Offense that's been. Show up. Dropping balls, fumbling. Refs, I mean, they got blinders on. All of a sudden, they can't see for some reason with that team. Ooh, foot. We got a we got along with my brother, so don't let nobody tell you you're wrong about the game. It's why I called to let you know, my brother. All right, you have a good one. Take care. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll be back on the game. Stay tuned. 
how much does foot despise the San Francisco 49ers? Well, you be the judge. I love turning 50 because I was no longer a 49. Back to footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Footnotes. <clears throat> Want to remind you about, again, AcadianaDeals.com. We did it last hour. You can get $40 vouchers to buy you pop gourmet popcorn for only $20. That's $40 value for, for, for $20. Oh, there's 40 flavors. Again, if you want to watch holiday movies, watch games, whatever, and eat popcorn at the same time, great way to do it. Go to AcadianaDeals.com today and get your $40 voucher for Bayou Pop Gourmet Popcorn for only $20. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Uh, did you watch any? Uh, did you watch the Thursday night game, Thursday evening, uh, between the uh, Vikings and Patriots? I saw, I don't know, about a quarter maybe. That was about it. Was that a catch? Was that a touchdown? I must not have seen that. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I did, I did not see no, what you were talking play, about. Um, when the Patriots caught a touchdown, they reversed it. Uh, to me, like it was a catch, man. Uh, they tried to say that he trapped the ball. You know, hey, it's the Patriots. You know, they always get the calls, but, you know, I can't feel too sorry. But it's just the idea, you know, if I'm going to look at this game for what it is, you know, for fairness, it was a terrible call uh, by the officials. And, and like you, like what you said, man, I know what they catch is. Yeah. I, I don't know what, what's going on with that Olave. What, what was that? That was all. Yeah. And again, the the th- here's my problem and here's what I've been complaining about for 30 something years or 40 years because someone comes on the air and says, "Well, technically that's correct." That doesn't mean the team didn't get cheated because what you got to start with is that's a catch, okay? Whatever you got to do to make that a catch, that is a catch. So you can blame the NFL Rules Committee. You can blame the officials. You can blame whoever you want. And most of it is the NFL Rules Committee. But that is a catch. That, we all know that's a catch. So conform your rules to make sure that's a catch because it was. Is Melvin, uh, is Melvin Gordon, is he a downhill runner? Um, He can be. He's, more, he's, he's, he's a little more of a downhill runner than 41 is, but he's more like a poor man's 41. I would prefer to have Latavius Murray, but, you know, they had two chances to have him, and they blew botched both of them. But, uh, but no, he's not as much of a downhill runner as I would like, but I would still take him. Yeah. Hey, this, um, the hands, I heard a caller talk about the hands in the face with offsetting penalties. Um, Saints, man, yeah, I don't – <laughs> That hand to the face is very tricky, man. It's almost like that's something they can call every play, and they just wait until a crucial moment. All right, we're going to call it. I think it's you know the, I've said for years, I think hands to the face is the dumbest penalty there is in the whole rule book other than that stupid rule where if you fumble out of bounds at the end zone, the other team gets it. Anybody who thinks that's a good rule, you have no sense of justice, and I don't even really want to talk football with you. But anyway, um, but, 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 but. You got to hang up with me. <laughs> 
I mean, that is just awful. But but hands to the face. Look, if they grab the face mask, call face mask. If he's hitting them in the head, then call a personal foul. But this hands to the face stuff's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I hate that rule. Hey, like the uh, I was watching that Lions game, man. When the Lions scored, I felt they scored too early. Yes, they did. Yes. I, I, I I knew, you know, you a quarterback like Allen, the receiver, you already knew um, that the Bills were going to win that. Yeah, game. that was that was they. Yeah, they they botched it. I agree. All right, thank you. Thank you. I mean, obviously, I'll talk football with anyone, but I just I I. I my opinion, if you think that's a good rule, then you have then again your your sense of justice is, is nowhere near. I mean, I just think you have no sense of it. There's no way how can anybody believe that if someone runs for ninety yards and they trip or someone pushes them out of bounds and they happen to fumble and it goes six inches to the right of the pylon instead of the left, that the defense deserves the ball. Anybody who thinks that has zero sense of justice in their mind. Zero. Zero. Let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Hey, Foot. This is the guy from South Lafourche. How we doing? Oh, not too good. You can't be doing too good either. No, I'm not. You know, in an ordinary, well, not say ordinary, but in a season other than this one, I'd still be excited because we're still well alive for the division. The whole division's terrible. I called my son-in-law yesterday and I said, you know why the division is so bad? It's because all the teams in the division are so bad. It's terrible. Um, And if there was hope, you know, but it's just they they got to do something about quarterback. This is just not working anymore. You know, the, the Sandy Dalton red rifle guy, you know, he never got it done anywhere he was except, I think, in a Rose Bowl 12 years ago or whatever I, it was, I, you know? I, I still can't believe he's a starting quarterback. But, again, they, 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 don't, ask me my, they don't ask me my opinion. I, I think it's ridiculous that he's still the quarterback. But it, it makes zero sense. But, you know, they're doing what they're doing. But, again – if you're gonna go down this road, then you can't accentuate his weaknesses. Like you have, there, Batman's got to do more, especially in the red zone. He's just got to. Yeah. Now I wanted to mention to you or talk to you about <laughs> college football because I am seriously concerned. You know, yes, we want LSU to win Saturday, but if LSU wins, these pollsters, we're gonna see what happens tomorrow night when the. Uh, when the rankings come out, but they're going to let Alabama hang around and hang around and put them in the playoffs somehow. I just got a feeling that's going to happen. And that's, that's terrible. I can't wait for this 12 team playoff to come around because at least then conference championships will mean something, you know, and, and hopefully more opinions go out the window to where it's not a factor anymore. Yeah, and, they, and, they and gotta, the biases to – No, you're ahead. right. It, it, it eliminates the biases towards certain people in certain teams and certain conferences. I, I agree with you. I hope, it, I hope it happens too, yes. Yeah, I mean, I prefer the BCS to what we have now. This is ridiculous because I've said for years it's not about finding the four best teams. It's about finding the four best teams that will get the highest television ratings. I also believe there's too much emphasis on this best team thing. You know, crown a champion. Don't worry so much about being the best team. If you're the best team, you're going to win your games and win the championship. But if somebody's better than you on a given day, then you're not the best team. 
I think they need to get away from well, that. Well, ne- we don't know who the best team is. No, I mean, look, those who have been listening to me for years, we, you know, we. We, we, we preach that for, you know, going back 30 years. So you're absolutely correct. You're, you're correct. You're correct. Everything yeah, the, you said. Well, the FBS could take a lesson <laughs> from the FCS. The FCS gets it right. And they're going to crown a legitimate champion in early January. The FBS has a long way to go. <clears throat> I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. All right. Take it easy. Oh, I'm going to try. It's going to be tough. I mean, again, what do they call that? P, P, T, H, S, post-traumatic head syndrome. That's what I've got. That's what I've got. I'm just, and I don't really have it, and I'm not, don't, please don't, you know, I'm not a soldier and, would be a terrible soldier and certainly respect everything soldiers do. But as a um, sports writer, football fan, you know, right now I just, you know, the last two travel trips I've took, I mean, it's just, I got post-traumatic something, I can tell you that. It's bad. I'm in trouble. I need I need I need a good break. I need a ball to bounce my way right now. Bad. Very bad. But no, I I I I agree with the guy from South Lafouche. It at least would take that subjectivity out of it. And whether it's Alabama or Clemson or whoever, like it would a lot it would force them to to win it, earn the right on the field. And um rather than it just being handed to him. But let's um so I guess if you are of the thinking that he's thinking then you just need to hope TCU um, just keeps winning. And you kind of have to pull for USC to win. I mean might be sickening for some people, but might need to do that. about Tennessee? That was a wild performance. Wild score, anyway. All right, we'll take a timeout. Come back with more on this frustration overload Monday morning edition of Footnotes on the Game. Kevin Foote. An award-winning journalist, popular sports talk show host, and a man who apparently moonlights as a doctor. A medicine season of a different strand in 12, obviously, because the criminal commissioner decided to inflict them with with the, the whole bounty gate silliness. His descriptions of illnesses are extremely concise. Not a normal strand of a medicine season. It was a different strand. This out of the blue from Timbuktu and all of this bounty gate silliness. Dr. Foote is ready to write a prescription for what ails your favorite team here with more footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome 
Welcome back. Want to remind you the World Cup is back, obviously, and you can watch all the exciting action on Delta Media's Telemundo Lafayette free over there on KLWB Channel 50.3 or Cox Channel 19 for Lake Charles listeners. World Cup fans can watch Telemundo Lake Charles free over the air. Channel 19.2 and Suddenly Channel 137. That's all the thrilling World Cup action on Delta Media. Again, the game hotline is 706-0111-706-0111. Now, again, if the Saints play, then it's the most important game for me. So, but But I'm talking about from a national standpoint. Man, tonight you've got a Monday night game between the Colts and the Steelers. And next week, you got the Saints and the Yucks. Whew. Now, good thing is Saints and the Yucks don't like each other. And it's normally a really a pretty good game, except for the times when the Saints just crush them. And they've done that a couple of times. Of course, that is really fun. And so I know it's not fun for the national audience who's just watching the game because it's on Monday night. I, I get that. But um, but the Saints-Yucks matchup is normally physical, hotly contested, um, you know, and you just hope the officials stay out of this one, which they didn't stay out of the last one. Um, and if they would have, I mean, and the Saints would have won, then – they wouldn't have taken over the game at the end, and who knows what would have happened. Saints might still be in good shape. But it is uh, it is what it is. But, no, whew, man, not a promising game tonight. Of course, you know, it could end up being overtime and thrilling. I mean, who knows? But going in, it doesn't, it doesn't look – it's not a real promising matchup. I would think that most fantasy – most fantasy games around the country are, are, are won already – uh, there's probably not a whole bunch of them, a bunch of teams with a bunch of players playing tonight in fantasy. So, you know, somebody might have one of the running backs or maybe the Steeler tight end or something like that. I mean, I'm sure there's some, but I would think the vast majority of the fantasy matchups have already been decided around the country because I can't believe there's too many fantasy too many teams playing fantasy players from these two offenses right now. But we'll see how all of that plays out tonight. Uh, you know, it was a weird schedule because you have the three games on Thursday. And so it's just j- j- just kind of different. Uh, I did not see the end of that Ravens game. Um, but... Everything that Kyle said made total sense to me, but most people—I I don't know about most. I think I, I think I think most people disagree with what Kyle and I were were, were saying, and Joey even commented on. Um, I think I mean a lot of people seem to disagree with me when I say you got to fall down, and I've been talking about that for years. I mean you got to manage the clock, and you say, well, if you fall down and fumble, well, yeah. That could happen, certainly. The guy could miss the kick, certainly. But, again, your odds of winning if you don't fumble and if you don't and if you make the kick go dramatically up. Your odds of winning if you if you score the touchdown and have to try to stop the other team, not as good. 
They, they just aren't as good. It's about holding the cards. Um, you hold you hold all the cards if you fall down. All you got to do is 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 execute, not do stupid stuff like fumble. I mean, you can go on a knee three times. It's a, you literally can go on a knee three times and kick a field goal when you win the game. And that's holding cards. When, when you score, you're giving the, half the deck to the other team. What sense does that make? I, I, you know, again, I've argued that for decades, and people disagree, but I, I just, I, I just think they have, in my opinion, a bad idea of game management. They just do. Again, the game hotline is 706-0111. Want to remind you again to go to AcadianaDeals.com where you could get a great Christmas gift or something else or just a nice pick-me-up. Maybe your dad or brother or uncle or friend is a Saints fan and they're down in the dumps right now. You can give them a $30 voucher to Mudcat Whiskers for just $15. That's a $30 deal for half the price, once again, by visiting AcadianaDeals.com. Again, the game hotline is 706-0111. If you would like to discuss any of the stuff going on, we – we touched on the Cajuns and the Tigers. Um, you know, I didn't. I, I I thought LSU was going to route the Aggies. I expected the Cheaters to route the Saints. Those things didn't happen. Ironically, the, the the Cheaters covered, but it was a much more competitive game than that than that indicated. I mean, I I picked them to lose. I picked the Saints to lose by like 17, 18 points. They lost by 13. So you would say, well, you weren't that far off. But really, in, in terms of how the game was played, was very far off. I, I didn't. Um, I saw nothing from the Saints defense other than that Raiders game, which, again, I just discord. I, I don't even know what happened in that game. I mean, look at what the Raiders offense did yesterday. How did the Saints do what they did when they hadn't done it all year until yesterday? Yesterday, they actually looked like an NFL football team. Like, where did that come from? Uh, it was good to see. And I know they beat the Rams the week before, but we still didn't look right. I just, I appreciated the win. I love the win. I love any time the Saints can win, and especially against an old rivalry that goes back 50-something years. But, but uh, really longer, goes back to the very beginning. Their very first game was against the Rams. But, um. I, it, it just didn't look right. Still did not look right. You know, the Rams ran for like 140 or 50 yards. Like, how? Like, they're, they're, they're terrible. Like, what are we, what are they doing? They just can't play defense anymore. It was just, I appreciated the win, but it didn't look right. Yesterday looked right. They just didn't win because they didn't get it done in the red zone. Combination of that and some bad calls and um, bad rules and just bad breaks. Just um, I, I I just hope that between now and next year's season opener, they find a way to get a real NFL running back in here. And that way they can use 41 if he's still around and not suspended or whatever the way he needs to be used. Stop depending on someone's weaknesses. 
to succeed, they've got to figure out a way to do that. I mean, if you're going to start a guy like Andy Dalton, then you've got to stop putting his weaknesses on full display. Like, you got to minimize them. you got to figure out a way to do that, and hopefully they can, they can do that. Right now, here's what I'm, here's what I'm hoping. I mean, really, I, this whole season's after like game three, has, for me has just been. I, I even I haven't even been looking at the down the road. I just want to win the next week. Just give me a win. If I win two games in a row, I'll worry about. It. People talk about division. I don't even think about division. I, I just I really I don't even think about it. They talk about it. and I just I just my mind just goes somewhere else. Like, let me win some games. Then we'll start talking about the division. I mean, to talk about the division is silly. Got to win some games. Like, win this week, and then win next week, then we can talk about something. Um, I just want to play football like a team that should be playing, like this team should be playing. I want to have a real team out there, not a half a team. They got some players back last week. If they can get a couple more and have a real team out there, then I want to play real football. And they will worry about whether they win the games or not. I'm just trying to get to p- having a real team out there, not a JV-looking team, a half a team, and, and, and play real football. They kind of played real football yesterday. So it was encouraging. It was as frustrating as it was. And it was, again, I, we probably missed a few, but we pointed out all the many frustrating calls and plays and every, all the different aspects of that. It was just a frustration. But at least they were playing real football. And so hopefully they can play real football money. But my, my goal, other than playing real football every week and having a kicker who can make a kick, bozo, is win all the division games from here on out and just hope you can, you know, steal one other one. I mean, that, that's the goal. But really my goal is just to play a second real football game. You know, a lot of things determine whether you win or not. Officials and the bounce of the ball and the, and the, and the game, man, and all those things go into winning and losing games. But I just want to look like a real football team Monday night for two games in a row. Can, we, can, can they accomplish that? I just, that's what I need to happen. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. Want to remind you, can't win all kind of normal prizes or traditional prizes like I'm about to tell you, or like Christmas comes alive, sweet steak, things that are more seasonal, great prizes like that if you don't join the game clubhouse by going to 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Uh, normally, uh, you could win a... $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lesser Steakhouse at Bayou Casino Resort or a $25 gift certificate to Mabel Kitchen there. But you can't do any of these great prizes if you don't join the game clubhouse. So do so today. All right. Just got a few minutes left in this frustration overload edition of Footnotes on a Monday, day after a Saints game. I'm sure. A lot of if you're an LSU fan and a Saints fan, wow, uh, frustration overload for sure. Um, if you're a Cajun fan and an LSU fan, at least 
you had the um, the great victory over Texas State. At least you continue to, you know, if nothing else, we know one thing. The Cajuns own Texas State in football. I mean, you say, well, what does that mean? Well, it means they own them in football, and it happened to be the played the last game of the year, and the Cajuns needed that to be bowl eligible. So it worked out perfectly. Uh, we'll see. Um, I kind of think they're going to fire their coach, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I haven't checked this morning. Maybe they've already done it. Who knows? But uh, I kind of expect that to happen, but we'll see. Um, and it, it was a um, – it's been a crazy year in the Sun Belt. You know, I think most people think Troy – or a lot of people think, anyway, Troy's going to win the Sun Belt Championship. And, again, that was a team that the Cajuns had a double-digit lead against. And it did, you know, kind of watch that fade away. But, they, you know, that that's how close they were being to at the level. They just, um, oh, I'm being told he did get fired, the Texas State coach, which makes sense. I mean, it was, that was just a weird situation. I, I, I just don't think... Jake Spavadol, he you know he he came in and he tried this deal where he gets he was too reliant on the transfer portal. How could you just alienate all the coaches in a state like Texas? I, I just it seemed like his method, his way of doing things was just gonna was just doomed from the beginning. It was only a matter of time. It was not gonna work. Like, they had a senior day activity, but to me, how can you even have senior day when you have nothing but transfer? Like, what does senior day even mean? I I don't know. That was going to be a – that was just a doom situation from the beginning to me. And um, so we'll see how it works, how they bounce back. Hopefully from a Cajun standpoint, whether they bounce back – well or not well, I will try to remember next year when no matter what the circumstances, because, I mean, I started saying this seven, eight years ago, the Cajuns own Texas State in football, and I kind of doubted it last week, and I should have just stood on it, and hopefully next year I will remind myself of that. But anyway, we'll, um, you know, we'll find out a lot more about bowls and all that as at the end of this this weekend, this upcoming weekend. But it was still, if you're a Cajun fan and a Saints fan, at least you got the Cajuns win to make you feel a little better. If you happen to be an Astro fan too, then you can try to use that. All right. Thank you for all the phone calls today. Y'all have a nice one.